0: Tatro Radio listeners. This is Joseph from Team Tatro, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to keep it going with the interview episodes, and today's interview is with Lahar. So, I really like this interview. It was very interesting. Lahar came in drinking a glass of wine, you know, classic. But also, they talked a lot about how Lahar kind of got his start in music production a little bit later on in his life and he dropped a full-time job and decided to pursue music as a career. And I just thought that that was a really kind of inspirational story and something that people who are questioning themselves or wonder why they're making music can kind of listen to this and get that perspective on it. But before we get into it, Tejo has recently announced a new solo project with vocals called FaceX. That's P-H-A-C-E-X, the letter X. Um, And he released a cover of "A 1,000 Miles by Vanessa Carlton, so you should go on Spotify, check that out. All the links will be below in the description. And as always, make sure you check out the Perks of Becoming a Member on YouTube. We got the track review stream coming up this Saturday. And also, head over to controlfreakclub.com, check out all the apparel we have over there, and the mugs. Get some mugs. But let's just get into the interview.
1: Without further ado, we didn't come here just to listen to me uh, monologue the whole time. I want to introduce you all to our guest. I already said a DJ, producer, label owner. We'll see what he has to say, but please welcome Lahar to the show. Welcome, sir. How are you?
2: I'm good. Hello, everyone.
1: Hey, cheers. It's funny. You're drinking wine, I'm drinking coffee.
2: It's typical American, you know, Americano. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Um, one Thank way, I, so I, yeah, one way I like to start these interviews because you know, the electronic music, being a performer, being a producer, whatever. It's also broad, but like, how do you define what you do as an artist when somebody asks you, "Hey, what do you, what do you do?"
2: <laughs> well, at the point at this point of my life, uh, you know, uh, life and what I do. As a job, it's pretty. It it was the same, you know. Yeah. Before Corona, I can say that was a uh, that I spent six years of my life that uh, where what I what I was doing was it it was completely uh, part of my life. You know, I was thinking to live uh, the full life, like thinking about uh, performing, producing, and yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. After I have to say, after Corona, after this year and a half, where everything changed, uh, especially for, for for an artist, you know, because uh, was performing almost hundred gigs a year, wow. and then, uh, yeah, for 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 two three years, you know, in, in a row. So then I was I was. Uh, I was just not doing any more gigs and like for all the artists you know and these things uh, made you know myself thinking more about you know life as what is life without performing all, all around it's a
1: big question
2: yes and i discovered that i feel i'm an artist not only if I perform around the world or I, or when I play. I'm an artist, but the way I live is like I feel an artist even if I'm not, uh, uh, I feel like, like that, that I am a DJ and a producer, even if I'm not performing away. Yeah. And I discovered more that, that uh, I can enjoy time staying home, time staying in studio without being stressed to uh, make a production. To test it immediately on the on the road you know sometimes right. we were too focused on, on 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 running on running on performing on performing that you don't focus by about, about your life and now you know i'm kind of uh, I, I i kind of divided this thing you know and and now i'm i i can recognize myself when i'm home and i'm a kind of of lehar and when I'm outside, I'm the same Lehar, but in a different way. I'm enjoying more going out, you know, yeah. enjoying more, more performing. Uh, back in the days, it, 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 it looked also obvious, but it, it, in the end, it was not,
1: you know. Right. Uh, um, so, do you feel like COVID, the quarantine, was like kind of a forcing mechanism for you to maybe take a step back and look at things differently?
2: I can't say. A it. it was a year and a half, you know. And also in a year and a half, you, you, people 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 learn many things, have many 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 experiences that grow, changed, you know. So I think maybe I. I, I of course, I changed in this in this year and a half. Uh, of course, I grow. Of course, I learn many other things. And I can say that I appreciate the way I am uh, as an artist in this way. It's everything more calm. I think more. Um, I enjoy more time uh, working from home on the music, working with my team on the label side, working with the people I love on my things and on other things. And also I'm more concentrated on other people's things, you know, because back in the days it was all about myself, you know. Uh, So, you know, when you you just turn the brake a little bit and, and start thinking about Yourself a little bit—it's uh, good, you know. Uh, of course, I—I I would never <laughs> do a, a, a year and a half like this anymore. Right. Uh,
1: we but, never ask for it, but it, you but made the most no, of it.
2: We you never asked for for, yeah. for, for these kind of things. But you know, I—I I think uh, from all the shit that came over, uh, in the end, I have to say that. Uh, Thanks to the people around me and thanks to myself, I, I, I understood that. Um, I understood many things about myself and about my life and about the life that I would really love to have.
1: Yeah, that that's awesome, and it sounds like there's been a huge evolution for you over time. I want to maybe bring go back in time a little bit though, and go back to how did you get into all this electronic music and um, doing what you do now? Like, where did it all start? Where was the seed planted? I guess. Well, I am, I am a
2: doctor in marketing. So I was studying. Uh, I graduated uh, when I was 24, now I'm 37. I graduated in, uh, in marketing and public relations. Uh, public relations. Then I started to work in an in a office for a few years. And uh, I thought that this was kind of the thing I wanted to do even if uh, from the other side i had always the uh, inside of me this this, this little this little uh, layer <laughs> that yes. was telling me like, uh, like uh, uh, maybe you should try maybe you should try to to make to give a chance to yeah. to, to ej uh, to be a producer in your life you know and i have to say after 3 4 years working in an office i was not satisfied and then i say all right i'm going to I want to I want to, to do something you know I want to I want to I want to give it the music a chance to yeah. become you know part of my life so I decided to quit the the job and as I, and as I uh, what I want to, to say is that I wasn't studying music when yeah. I was when I was young I I didn't have any guru that uh, Taught me, you know, what I what I learned so so far. What I wanted to say is that I gave to the music the chance to come into my life, and I was really, really, really sure about this that I wanted to to, to try. You know, yeah. What I did is it was just working hard and uh, trying to learn everything from scratch because even if i was a vinyl collector yes i was kind of bl- playing with with vinyls but from, from to be a rookie uh to become a an international uh, uh, dj and producer is completely different of course it yeah. took years of work and it everything and this and this I'm still learning, and I will learn until the end of my of, of my life. So it's a, it's a process that takes pass patient, like everything, you know. Yeah. If I want to 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 be a pilot tomorrow of a Boeing pilot, I, yes, I can do it. Just I need a lot of sacrifices. I I need a lot of work. Yeah. And it can come out, you know. Did so you, what, did I you? To, what I wanted to, 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 to bring my experience to the people that is, is listening to us or that is going to follow also the, 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 the master session, if I became what I became, everybody can become like a, an artist and a DJ, but of course you have to be patient, you have to be motivated, you have to work hard, nothing comes from the, from the stars, you know, nothing of comes from the, from, the, from, the, from the sky. So uh, what I did was a lot of uh, work, a lot of um, a lot of a lot of work, like six to twelve hours a day every day, trying to learn how to to, to mix. Because in the beginning, I was just learning better to be a better DJ. Yeah. And then I was playing all around the gigs, you know, around my city, the city I live, I live in Treviso, which is a small, a tiny city uh, in the Northeast of Italy, close to Venice. So I was playing, you know, at the first gig at the bar, the first gig at the the bigger bar, and then the the bigger part of the bigger bar. (laughs) And then I started the first gig at the club,
1: you know. So you worked your way up.
2: Yeah, you know, everyone has to. St- everyone has to start from 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 a small room, you know, from 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 something. No, no, no one started to be a some some someone in a job from a, from the highest position, you know.
1: Right, part uh, of the game. It's good. Of course, I wonder, like, because you started. I, I mean, electronic music DJing producers like it, everybody's starting so much younger now. Did you ever have any doubts? Like, you already had a career. Like, did you ever feel like you wanted to stick to that safety net, or any doubts about like you were too late? Or because I hear a lot of people like that in our chats that say, "Is it too yeah, late for yes, me?" Yes. Yes. This
2: but this is just this is just something that is inside of you. Because, for example, also uh, when I when I was um, um, when I met Muzumeci for the first time. Uh, it was uh, seven years ago. And he's 10 years more than me, older than me. Mauro, which has an experience, a 30, year, a 30 years experience in, um, in the electronic business. But when I met him, he was not DJing or performing anymore. He was kind of stopped, you know, this, this kind of, he was not into the, 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 the producer and the DJ business. So when I when we were together, he kind of uh, felt motivated, and we decided to start again. He decided to start again. Yeah. So you know you can start when you when when you are young, but then in a li- in life life is so long that you have many 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 uh, things that that can happen. Yeah. I started when I was twenty eight, which is kind of late. But what do you mean late? Right. I mean, what yeah. What is early? It's late? Yeah. Uh, Exactly. These are, are just um, dogmas that, that, that society wants you to, to, to think, I, I believe, because, oh, you didn't study music, how can you do this? Oh, you didn't do this, how can you do this? I mean, what? If you didn't study music when you are a, a child, you can't do this, because life, uh, when, after, the, uh, after 20, 25 years old, is finished, you can learn, you can do everything you want until you die yes so I when I was 28 I was okay of course I had this ghost inside of me saying mm, okay maybe it's going to be too uh, it's, it's, maybe it's late it's your last chance you know oh, okay yes but then I gave everything my uh, everything I had and in the end it looks like it works you know it worked
1: totally and i love that organic way you said it. it's spending 6 to 12 hours a day on the laptop and then it's working your way up in the small bars and then the bigger clubs yeah it's a thing
2: that you have to do you know sometimes i see kids that they're starting you know and um, they they want so much you know i think that it looks like uh, not so cool to start from the beginning from the from from right from, from playing a good warm up for for a DJ or something, they wanted to start from the from the pedestal immediately. You know. From, yep. You, there's a long way. You know. You need to be ready to. Even now, I'm I'm am, I'm am ready to 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 learn from from everyone. You know, because you learn from everyone, and you need to be ready for this, especially in our in our job. You know. Uh, it sounds like I there's learned- no
1: room for ego. It sounds like there's no room for ego. You can't have a big head.
2: And I have a big ego.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I try to control it. You know, but yeah, of course, you need to. You need to understand. You need to be a humble guy. You need to understand that it's a long way. You need to enjoy because. Yeah. I was enjoying when I when my first gig was at, in a small bar. I was the happiest person in the world. It was much better than when I was, you know, in, in the office working for a, a big salary, but I was not enjoying it at all.
1: Right, that's huge. So happy, you know,
2: to play for for fifty euro, you know, but I was so happy to share my emotions with people to and to 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 to, 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 to get these emotions back from them, you know. Did this you... was this was the the, the, the the main point of what I wanted to do. This made me feel alive, you know and when I started to make music, the point was not about success, not about money, not about fame, not about any of these things because when I started, I was only thinking about enjoying what I was doing. yeah playing music enjoying playing for for the people i love to be a dj i'm a dj inside and i love to be a dj That's this is what i what i was doing then i realized that my i was seeing myself in a bigger uh, in a wider screen you know in a bigger screen yeah. like me was too too too, mm, too small the 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 um, to play for just for the, the people around of my area. Yeah. So I was thinking, and I was uh, uh, trying to understand how it was possible to, to to try to to perform and travel traveling the world. You know, which is the, the most beautiful thing because nowadays it's also limited to, to think about to be an Italian DJ or something like a, a Venetian DJ or Napolitan DJ or, or Londonish DJ or Paris right. DJ, which is totally okay or Berlin DJ, but. In one hour playing, we can we can we can tour almost all Europe, you know. With three hour playing, we can go to another continent from from where I am. So, totally. people like likes to travel, you know. And uh, you know, um, I was trying to understand and realize how how it can be. Uh, how what, what what could have been the, the key to 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 that that I could have take to, 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 to perform, to start. To,
1: to so what did you find? What was the, how did you that, make it happen?
2: That you have to produce music. So I started to, to learn how to produce music. That sounds so, like
1: another reinvention. That sounds like you went from the marketing job to then learning how to DJ. And then it's like, Oh God, now I have to learn how to do this whole other thing. Like, but it seems like you were ready to take it on. Cause that's what you exactly, needed to do.
2: Exactly. Because I was never, producer i started like a dj so how okay so okay so let's buy qba's and let's start 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 to learn uh, how to 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 produce music you know uh so i took some 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 lessons from a guy here uh a couple of weeks you know of lessons and then i started to to buy a few things you know uh to, to, to build up a little studio, you know, small yeah. studio, tiny studio, and then it took me a couple of years become before uh, arriving to have a uh, something that it, it could have been, um, uh, 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 good to to be, you know, uh,
1: to release the song. to the yeah. market. Now, did you use it? To, were you able to start? incorporating your original stuff into your dj sets like did you start doing it that way or did you hold a lot of it back before you did that
2: in the beginning it was very difficult for me to play my tracks during my dj sets because i was never so confident you know like uh uh I, I was always um uh i don't know it's still now i play my my own tracks my own productions but now okay i'm also label owner uh and it's it's different i i always like to 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 when I play I like to play not, not kind of my stuff you know I, I like to play other people's stuff I like to try many other many things I like to 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 test many 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 tracks that maybe I buy and I imagine to play this track in this in this condition or or maybe I want to listen to the last demo I received you know yeah so yeah I give the, the, the I give I give to my tracks the time of course but I um, it's kind of I don't know I have this still I have this thing in my head which is different because in the beginning it was uh, was just a confident thing now it's not about this it's just because I I don't know I I I played but not like uh, all the track and I could do a set of all my stuff you know right
1: what do you You enjoy more do you enjoy creating the music more do you enjoy putting together sets and stuff more
2: yes and yes, yes 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 absolutely
1: all of it yes that's but,
2: you know when for me to to play a dj set is something that um, it's something different all, uh, every time you know i never right. uh, even when i was performing many many gigs one after the, for example during summer it's, it's uh, easier to perform uh, five times a week you know but it was always different you know because you yeah. have different crowds every time because you have you know, Different feelings inside yourself because you have uh, uh, different vibes because because you want to put yourself uh, uh, on a challenge every time. This is how I am, you know.
1: Yeah, I want to circle back to the like transition into being a, a DJ and a musician. That... But co- coming from a career, like, did you have to make any significant lifestyle changes or like, did you save up a bunch so that you could take this dive into it? Did you work while you were first starting? Like, what was that transition like? Because I imagine a lot of people would aspire to have a similar uh, pathway, but are too scared to leap from the safety net of the job.
2: Well, uh, let's say that it was crazy. The the the. the it, what, what, what was happening to me because uh, in the beginning when i started to, to 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 be a to be a dj i was coming from a from a from a from a good family you know so uh i was feeling protected from from them you know that i could have uh, also um take my my um my step with having the the shoulders protected kind right. of right yeah know. yeah what destiny <laughs> what what the destiny uh, gave, 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 had it for me it was strange because after a couple of years after one year that i that i was starting uh, my family went bankrupt so i was feeling like completely lost wow completely lost and without any any euro you know yeah. So, uh, but this gave me a great motivation. And this was the one of the keys, I think, that made me um, become what I am because I was f- feeling that I had to work so much. Uh, and I was scared, of course, because if something went wrong, I didn't have any more of the shoulders covered.
1: Does that mean that it, it couldn't go wrong? So you're going to make it work no matter what,
2: and and and, and, and wasn't wrong, you know, it I didn't go wrong, for, for, likely. So you know, uh, this was the transition that uh, it took a couple of years, I think. But uh, to be independent, uh, the first, uh, let's let's speak about very clearly uh, because. Uh, to survive for uh, and to to live with music is something to, to survive is something to to live with the music is another thing. Yeah, everything uh, came out easily when I uh, started to to make the first productions, the first successful productions. The first production were uh, on Connoisseur. Do you remember the first the first EPs were on Connoisseur, which is a a uh, Frankfurt label, very uh, underground and very well respected label uh, uh, from Frankfurt, where I was having uh, my first two releases plus other um, few remixes, and I was having a fantastic relationship with the with the owners Martin and Alex. But then, you know, uh, the big step went when I when I when I signed with Dynamic. Dynamics signing with Dynamic, having a, a bigger uh, uh, audience, joining the, the, the agency, this gave you uh, completely another, uh, gave you a business side
1: yeah. in music. For the people in the audience who maybe are curious about labels and agencies and all that, what um, would you say is the biggest advantage for you? Or what was the biggest advantage once you uh, signed on and started working with them? It was it
2: was a, it, it, for, for me I was uh, I, that I was in, on the third year of, of career second year of career so I was in, uh, on, uh, I was in, uh, a rising artist to sign on a big label like that it was um, it was uh, something that made the difference it was something that uh, gave me the chance to show my skills show myself show my music to a, a, a bigger a bigger audience. To, to perform big festivals to, to to compare myself to huge artists and uh, this made the difference because you you start to become uh, much uh, more confident when you perform uh, many gigs uh, and yeah, this was uh, this was the some this, this made a difference.
1: Yeah.
2: That's
0: huge. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the interview here, but I just wanted to remind everyone that Tetro's new sample pack Space is out now. There's gonna be a link below in the description to where you can go to get that sample pack. But remember that members at the VIP tier or above to Tatro's YouTube channel get that sample pack for free and it is cheaper than the actual price of the sample pack. There's a couple other benefits like track reviews, getting in the Discord channel that I think will really benefit a lot of people. So check that out, check out the sample pack. And as always, remember to go to controlfreakclub.com, check out all the merch there. But let's get back into the interview.
1: And what was your process for, were you like seeking out labels? Were you sending out like, or were, were there scouts at shows? Like.
2: I, I will give you, I, I will tell you uh, um, the first, um, uh, the first two labels. Let, let, let me take the,
1: the charger for the, for
2: the, for the computer. Sure.
1: And say hello to the cats for me.
2: <laughs> yes, they are all around. <laughs> okay, here I am. Um, the thing is that, The the first two labels, I was sending the music. Let me tell you this this gossip thing. The first two labels I was sending the the music uh, was Connoisseur, as I told you, and then was Dynamic. The first EP, which was signed on Connoisseur, it was sent to Dynamic as well. But at that time, I don't know what, I would, um, Solomon re- replied immediately uh, and he was very enthusiastic about the, the EP. He wanted to sign this. And I was, uh, you know, maybe there was something inside of me. I was n- not feeling so, uh, you know, nowadays I see people that as soon as a label uh, uh, accept uh, uh, a label like that, accept your demo, you just die for it. So you, you go for it. Yeah, at that time for me it was different because I had uh, I wanted to sign on Dynamic, but I don't know why why uh, when they were interested on that I wasn't feeling sure, you know. I wasn't feeling sure for myself. I wasn't feeling uh, secure that I could have been ready for 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 a step for a big step like that, you know. So I wanted to step back and 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 maybe. I was thinking, okay, maybe it's better to to sign on on a small label, a smaller label like Connoisseur. Uh Then, in the meantime, I'm going to uh, produce other tracks that maybe are a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, maybe are in the meantime, I would be um, a little bit more ready to 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 go into step this step up to a bigger level, bigger labels, you know, and. Uh, and in the end, you know, I signed another EP then on Connoisseur, so two EPs on Connoisseur plus a couple of remixes, and then I decided to to go with for the big step. And I have to say, I have to thank the guys from um, Solomon and, and Adriatic, especially, uh, because they were um, always um, uh, they were patient with me in the beginning. Because uh, you know, I can understand also label that when they want um, the music and you. Are beginning giving to them then you're refusing you know yeah it's not easy you know but I didn't do this for an ego thing I was just they understood my point you know yeah and then they're ready to accept me again plus they were accepting as well the the the, 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 the they the they invited me to to the to the label uh, agency which was another big step, you know, and was an honor for me because I was feeling, yeah, as I told you, uh, surrounded by artists, which they were having, uh, they were the biggest artists of of the the world.
1: So being associated with those must have been hugely beneficial for you when your name starts getting tossed in with other big names, you know?
2: And this was, you know, uh, four, four or five years ago, more or less. But I have to say, one of my biggest luck was uh, the team that I was building uh, together with uh,
1: Musumechi and Eric. Yeah, let's talk about that team. What What does that mean to you? Like, what was the, what were you building, and and why? I well, guess.
2: You team, you know, when you have a family, when you have a, when you have, when you when you when, when you don't run
1: alone in this industry,
2: uh, but you run uh, together with the. Um, people that believes in you and vice versa, you you believe in them uh, and you start and you have something in mind that you can... um, uh, Because I was always, you know, uh, dying to have my own label. But of course, in the beginning, you don't think to to build up a label because you first have to learn many, many things. Yeah. So uh, it looked so... Uh, far, if I think about five years ago, it looked so far for me to 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 be a label owner that when I see myself where I am now, I can say that uh, this happened mostly because of my uh, team, of our team, you know, because of Mauro and because of Enrico. We were always um, working so hard, so close on building something around us you know a team of a group of people a group of artists which we were believing in it and then in the end you know it was a it was a, a normal process to have you know uh, many 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 tracks from one many tracks from the other one your own sound uh, that in the end we were like okay it's it's a normal perceived to 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 let's to, to, we need to have a label, you know, right. And uh, alone, I was not um, alone. I was, uh, I, if, I, if I were alone, I was never, you know, uh, being able to, 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 to be where I am now, you know, or to be a, a label owner of two labels. Owner, so,
1: yeah. So what role do you think that um, people on your team feel like are the things that you are just not like they they fall they have different strengths than you and they kind of fill in those gaps, or are there things you would rather not do, or things you need to spend more time doing? Like, what what roles does everybody play?
2: Everybody in the, uh, I think roles change as well, uh, don't you think so? Yeah, uh, roles change. In the beginning, uh, for example, Mauro, uh, I was the guy that was signing the, the, the demos, the first demos, you know, uh, uh, Mauro was the guy that was. Because of his experience on on a a vinyl shop, he was um, also uh, you know um, having the relationship with the distributors, uh, all these things. Uh, Enrico as well. So then, I see now that after a couple of years of experience. I know how to do some things that I was not able to do before, and then and vice versa. You know, yeah. so uh, people knows that we are a team. So everything is different. Everything changed. You know, um, uh, so we filled the gaps uh, absolutely uh, that we had. I felt my gaps, uh, and Enrico as well, and Maurer as well. And it's nice to see that uh, also there is always this um, the um, the respect between us, you know, about uh, how you have to work, uh, how you have to do things, how everyone does uh, things, because I have a, a workflow different from Mauro, but I have right. to respect and vice versa. I have a workflow di- different from Enrico and vice versa. He has to respect this and I have to respect his workflow. Uh, it's, it's nice for me. It was also the first experience. I was working in the office as I told you, so I was kind of you know uh, used to work with other people. Yeah, but, uh, it was different because it's something that it's your it's yours, you know. So right.
1: I wonder how, and I see a lot of questions in the chat. Thank you all so much for dropping questions. I'm going to do like a, we'll do like a rapid fire at the end where I'll take all your questions. So I might ask you to retype them again, but thank you for all the questions. And it seems like people actually, actually like, uh. Lucas says learn from this guy like you're getting a lot of love in the chat by the way so just letting you know that <laughs> yes um and i'll say while we're taking this little break here that uh if you are enjoying this chat that lahar has a pro session this weekend that you can take and we'll get into a little bit about like what's what's going to happen during that pro session. but right now we're talking all about like the background like where he came from and like your philosophy and all that and it, during the pro session lehar will be getting into like you'll be opening up the dog getting into the making the music uh like the technical side of things so if you are interested in that the link is in the description um of my youtube uh stream so if you are there and then you can also uh save with the code tater talks so if you are interested and you want to do something cool this weekend it's definitely worth it so check out the link in the description of Uh, my video. If you're watching on 343 Labs, you can just head to my channel if it's not in that uh, description, but thank you. Or maybe it will get dropped in the chat. But yeah, I see lots of of, um, positivity, lots of awesome stuff in the chat. So thank you all. Um, One thing I wanted to ask was about this. Like, it seems like you're, first of all, you're very ambitious, obviously, but uh, it seems like your brain has to operate in multiple ways. Like, what do you... What are you enjoying more right now? Like the business side with the label or the artist side or the two have to go together? It's like yin and yang.
2: It's a yin and yang. Yes. It's uh, something that, that, uh, goes together. Of course I love so much to perform. Of course I love so much to, to you know, it's different. It's different to per- when you perform, of course you have a, you have a boom of adrenaline. You have, a. Uh, have the fact that you travel, you met, you meet people, which is all around, you know, which, which yeah. is all about. This, this, to, to, to sh- and you show your music, and people give give back love, and blah blah blah, and it's uh, it's amazing, you know. Uh, but you know, it's nice also to work uh, on the la- from the labels. Uh, from, 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 it's also to to, to work. It, to, also, the, it's nice the office work, you know, right? Uh, office, your office, you know, the label office, yeah, because you sign music, you. It's uh, something a little bit wa- uh, more. Of, uh, it's a little wiser because you have to think about many things. What kind of music you want to sign? What kind of music uh, direction you want to give to the to the to the labels? What kind of music direction you think uh, you should go? Uh, and you know, it's uh, very and, and also this is it's exciting, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a different uh, level of creativity. It's still creativity
2: though. Different level of creativity, exactly, and it's a different level of exi- exi- excitement.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I know I was just alluding to it when I was talking to the chat, but do you want to um, give a brief like preview or talk about like what's going to happen with the pro session this weekend and what your kind of what your approach to that is and what you'll be focusing on? And we can talk about your your musical process too. We haven't even gotten into all that too. So let's. No, let's you know, I, I I I'll be very clear. I'm going to be
2: very 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 clear. I don't want to be a nerd. You know, I just want to be the people. I just wanted to to show everything I learned during these years. I will show everything I learned most mostly because in two hours four hours I can't show everything right. I, mostly I'm, I'm trying to be very simple very easy very very uh, it, it, it can be easy for a, for, a, for a rookie you know to learn and to understand trying to understand what I'm talking about I don't want to be this 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 nerd you know also because I'm not a sound engineer or something you know uh, that uh, it's, you need to to to, to be very focused, or or an expert to to follow. I am just saying. I'm just try, I'm just giving my 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 experience. How I do. How I I, how I produce music. How I learn. Uh, uh, what kind of skills I use. What kind of VST I use. It's it, it's going to be very very sincere talk. Uh, I'm going to show um, how I how I how I do. How I work how I produce <laughs> yeah. it's going to be just uh, 100% the truth and the, um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the easiest way for people to enjoy and to understand
1: you know so it's because accessible that's great
2: I I, I I would love to do something uh, I would love that if I follow a master class has to be something that
1: uh, everyone can follow you know Right. Um we had a question from Ryan Rollins on Facebook about what software might you be using? Cubase 11. And is that your main software that you use? Your main music creation software?
2: I only use Cubase since the beginning and I like uh, the workflow I have with this and I can only use Cubase 11.
1: I feel like that's pretty rare. Oh, Do you feel like an outsider? Uh, huh? I feel I, I feel like that's pretty rare. Do you feel like an outsider or anything? I feel like with everybody that has moved to you know, like <laughs> I, I was,
2: uh, yeah, I know I am one of the few that, that use the Cubase. Uh, mostly they use Logic or Ableton, but I don't know how to use Ableton and Logics because I never tried. So right. I, uh, I, I like, I feel good. I felt good since the first time with Cubase and I stick on that.
1: I think what's amazing is like what I tell people all the time, they're always asking what's the best DAW, what's the best software and it just there is no best you know like if you can make if you can do what you do on cubase i think it's safe to say anybody can make the best of whatever they have you know what i mean
2: absolutely you don't have to be a genius you don't have to be a musician you don't have to be an expert of uh uh frequencies or whatever to make to make music nowadays softwares are so easy everything's so easy you just need to understand what's your workflow understand what you want to do understand what kind of music you want to do how it's your what does
1: it mean to make this kind of music for you and that's it yeah and i wonder like um do you feel what you'll be going over in the procession and your process like it it probably transcends like all software a lot of your process a lot of it is just can be translated across as long as you're making music you know it doesn't really matter what software you're using at all
2: of, of course i can tell you that kubase it's a it's a very good dough and um uh, helps you a lot because um uh, it sounds uh, really 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 nice uh and Especially for me, that I'm not a sound engineer, uh, helped me a lot. I I discovered this during the year. Uh, for example, Ableton is it's easier to use, but it's uh, much more difficult to make uh, uh, your music sounds good. You know. Interesting. Uh, and what, know why do
1: you think Cubase has uh, that edge? What 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 it, about it? it, it it's, a, it's part of the
2: software thing. It it, it makes uh, it, it, it 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 is kind of it gives to the to the to the to the stands already a, a, a mix, you know, that right. that you that you that you already feel a little bit safer. Um, it's a great software, and of course, it's one of the oldest. And. Uh, yeah, i feel good uh, it's very good with midi uh it, 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 even if i'm not a musician i heard that uh, it's uh it's one of the uh, few softwares which is um uh which musicians love yeah uh, especially people that um, that works uh, also not not only in electronic music but uh from what i from what i learned from the beginning uh, i am i'm sticked on that and and for me it's very easy and uh, yeah. That's uh, awesome. I like it. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I've read like your bio on a couple sites and it always references emotion. And I wonder um, how do you incorporate emotion into your, your music? I mean, I think everybody is pretty much knows that electronic music can indeed be emotional and can indeed feel organic. But I think there's some out there still that might feel like electronic music is a little bit cold. So emotion is important for you in, in your music? Always very important. Uh,
2: I'm. I think the, the thing that gives mel that gives uh, emotions to to my music and to electronic music are melodies. Yeah. Uh, um, groove a nice groove can give you of course emotions, but what I found out for that is the key for me is melodies. So also me when I started, for example. Uh, uh, a track. Sometimes I start not from the groove. I start from the melodies. You know, right? Start from melodies. I start from 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 a, from a nice uh, um, from a nice pad, from a nice line Sometimes you know, uh, because I need to to feel a little bit uh, of melodic uh, side. And, uh, and I, uh, for example, when I have to decide if I have to accept a remix or not, the voice. It's uh, pretty important because if I hear a nice voice uh, nice lyrics and I am immediately you know touched by them I feel which is everything easier for me that can be very easy for me because I, I am more on this side Yeah. Still I, still I feel that I have many things to understand and to learn on the groove side because it's the, the, the part that I like less yeah, <laughs> to, okay. you know
1: I wonder how would you describe your approach to making melodies, like making those emotional melodies. It's a tough question.
2: it's just a, it's just very, very, very um, spontaneous, uh, Titro. I, I, I'm. If I first, I, am going into sounds. You know, I try to 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 find a sound that gives in that that uh, represent in that moment the emotions I have inside and I want to explain and when i feel a nice sound i just let myself go you know and try to play something and in the end it came out something and then i try to add another sound which i like and fits it's, it's very natural it's very natural i always keep it natural for example it's so natural that for example when i speak with mauro Musumeci, or when we were working together, he was also impressed, even if he had a lot of um, experience, Uh, because some people that uh, has another approach, some other people, for example, listen to something and they are like, oh, I would love to do something like that. I I always... um, uh, kept the distance from this kind of approach because uh, it, ma- it, it, it made me it gave me confusion you know interesting uh, so you don't ever want to be like mimicking something else exactly because maybe because I don't know how to do it but I know right. how to make it something from from scratch you know yeah uh, uh, I and I don't like you know I don't like to, 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 to of course inspiration is something that I have inside if I listen one hour of I don't know deep house uh, of Mr. Finger, for example, even if I'm not um, trying to imitate or trying to taking it, uh, uh, that kind of baseline from him, but I have it inside and maybe a, it came out at, 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 at one moment in the, in the process. but I prefer you know to, just to enjoy because in the end it's something that I choose to do and I yeah. want to enjoy. If it has to be something
1: like uh, you need to be for you need to force, uh, I, I don't like. It seems like that's your uh, number one priority. You have to be enjoying it. Like you have to be having fun. Yeah, it, I, I lose like
2: the I lose like the the, the romantic side.
1: Right. Well, wow, that makes total sense. I'm gonna start pulling some questions from the chat. So, folks that are in chat, uh, if you already typed a question, feel free to retype it because I probably missed it. But I'm gonna jump back to this one. From Gian Paolo, who says, "In this period of COVID nineteen, Gian Paolo, how do you think electronic music will evolve, like uh, out of this COVID nineteen pandemic quarantining era?"
2: It's a nice questions, but uh, deep. I, I think, uh, as you see, as we can see. Uh, from what we we feel many things will change many other will remain the same many many clubs will disappear many parties will the thing is that listen i have not the truth because i because i am a, a worker of electronic music but i'm not you know uh nostradamus so right. i don't know how to 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 to, to say how to, to, to... I can only have feelings. So the thing and the idea was that in 2019, electronic music business was on, on a rise, which was unbelievable. Okay? Music business was rising, rising, rising. If you think about Ibiza, The number of parties ep- happening every day. Parties, parties in the night, parties in the day, parties in the beach, right. parties in the <laughs> It was uh, uh, huge. So this pandemic, it it, it was like a br- and, and the Ibiza is just an is just an example, right? You no. Know? Why it was just too much, too much, too many, too many, too many, too many, because the request was high. You think it was oversaturated? Oh, why Ibiza is not opening? Because to to, to reach the break even point of, of of the parties, it, it, if it, it, Ibiza was made in 2019 to be successful for I don't know, I, I just made a, for 10 millions of, of visitors. If you want to, to uh, nowadays uh, they they say no. You, we can't have 10 million people because of COVID. We have to make one million. How can you open? Nobody will reach the the, the, right. the, the breaking because you have too many hotels, too many restaurants, too many parties, too many clubs. Too they many overbuilt clubs, it. Huge, huge clubs. Yeah. Huge. We're talking about huge clubs. We're not talking about small parties. You know. So, uh, these. Will 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 make a, a kind of a cut. I think, and uh, of course, the stronger will will survive. Also from the artist side, yeah. Because many of my colleagues, or so I see people that they are completely disappeared. Maybe because of their choice.
1: Well, someone like you, who's very multifaceted, I think that that's proved to be very important in yeah, a time yeah, like bro, this.
2: You have to do it, you know. Uh, I, I didn't do it because of of money, because I'm not uh, getting too much money to live from from the label side yet. But I, it's just because I, I can't stop, you know, talk about, talking about music. This is my life. So if I can't if I can't share my music abroad, making gigs. At least I have labels, so I can share sh- uh, sharing music, uh, 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 releasing music, releasing other artists' music, trying to speak, trying to 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 to, to teach someone to to, to speak about my, my 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 myself, and it's nice because also yourself. Uh, for example, I'm a little bit. Um, I'm very motivated, not stressed, but it's a it's a new thing for me to do this masterclass. You know, yeah. it's not like going and making and doing a gig, but also for me it's a it's a it's a challenge. You know. So uh, yeah, going back to the uh, to the questions of Gianpaolo, uh, I think things will change. Uh, the the biggest event will survive, of course, but it will take place in a, in a year. Yeah. Tomorrowland, Sonar. Okay, maybe less than a year, I hope, but they will survive. Some clubs, maybe they will change promoters and they will change uh, owners because maybe they, yeah. But like in restaurants, like bars, like many other businesses that that they were fucked this year, you know? Yeah. I hope that now with vaccinations and vaccines, uh, things will change. I see uh, Israel and now United Kingdom, the uh, United States, they are doing very good yeah. on the inside. On the are you
1: uh, ex- are you pretty like ready to get back on the stage? Like, are you trying to do it as soon as possible?
2: Yes, of course. Yeah. And I did already a few gigs uh, mm-hmm. during these this times where it was possible to, to, when it was possible to play. Uh, and it was really nice. I see people that they are dying to to yeah. to, 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 to dance. and. To... It could be
1: a renaissance for that because everybody, as soon as it goes back, will be wanting to get onto the dance floor. And artists yes. are gonna be dying to get back onto the stage. It's going to be,
2: going to be a renaissance renaissance uh, here renaissance uh, summer i hope so i am you know i i have some plans for this summer as well to to have a residency somewhere i'm not t- telling uh, where but oh you uh, don't want to give
1: me the exclusive <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: i would love to but it's not only me it's muzumachi involved as well so yeah, i don't want to i don't want to hear uh, him after uh, the, the 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 interview Talking on the phone, and yeah. screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So,
1: it look, conf-
2: it's look still. Well, I will have a confirmation, final confirmation in a week. So, just because of the we need to be ready, we need to be sure because of this uh, COVID thing, but uh, yeah, I, I see, I see the light in the end of the tunnel, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's fr-
1: that's great. That's all we can ask for at this point. Um, are, are happening in in California, right? I so. um Vaccines are on the up and up. Some businesses are going back to normal limited capacity. We're trending in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, and I think some concerts and stuff maybe by this month, by, by the end of the month, I think will start to happen again. So yeah, we are. We're trending in That's the right cool. direction for sure.
2: I have a cool. I have a. I have a. Um, I have a tour uh, request for uh, this fall. Uh, for United States, so that's great. Should be good. Uh, awesome. maybe, in this, maybe in a couple of months uh, in, in Tulum, which is happening. there. let's see.
1: Yeah, amazing. I, a couple... I hope Europe
2: will, will 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 write. again. Yeah,
1: a couple um, questions from chat. I want to get because I saw a couple questions about remixing. So this is a little bit less like philosophical predicting, but it's more like uh, yeah. and that people are interested in like. How do you get to make a remix? Uh, people, you know, are just curious about that whole process. And how how do you view that that side of things, remixing? Because that's a whole other level we didn't talk about.
2: Uh, something that changed uh, the, the way I approach uh, remixes is changed as well in my, in my in my in the last years. You know, uh, back in the days I was accepting every remix. You know, I was hearing something nice. Oh, okay, yes, I want to do it, and I was doing completely another track. Yeah, you know. Uh, but then I realized that wasn't cool. Uh, I, I like to give also, you know, it's not original, so it's a remix. So you need to love something from the original so much that you need to keep it also changing a little bit. Yes, of course, but keep it in, in, in your track. So now I'm uh, a little bit uh, uh, more patient to wait for the right track to remix. Uh, and uh, but this year I I'm, I have. Um, a few remixes coming out. Uh, one is out now for Ayala on Engrave on Musumechi's label. Uh, uh, also, the, the remix I, I did with Musumechi for Mo Black came out two weeks ago. Then I have another remix coming out on fire, uh, another remix for Soma Soul, which is one I accepted to do because of the beauty of the boys. That's great. Yes, it's great. Uh, it's a it's a nice one. I'm very proud of it. And then I have another one for Soleil uh, on his new uh, label. It's not going to be on um, Arke, uh, but it's a, on an in his new one. It's coming out in May. And um, I have few requests uh, for uh, other remixes, and I will I will see. And yeah. It, it, just I, I take the stance, I put it in uh, on the Cubase, base, and I try now to to keep as much as possible one two elements as, as much as possible similar to the original, uh, right. and then I build up around it. This yeah. is how I do. Back in the days, I was completely changing everything. You know, if I didn't, if I wasn't sure about something.
1: Yeah, that's great. Well, hey, th- this has been very insightful. So thank you so much for that chat. I want to um... thank you so
2: much. And yeah, it's already eight. So yes, uh, we're already, already rolling through
1: it.
0: So that is going to be it for today's interview. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you found it helpful in some way. Like I said in the beginning, I thought that his kind of story of how he got into the music industry would be very helpful for a lot of the Tetro radio listeners. Um, but remember to check out all of Lahar's social media and stuff that will be down in the description. And do not forget FaceX on Instagram, Spotify, and SoundCloud. ControlFreakClub.com. Buy a hoodie, buy a mug, buy a t shirt, put it on your Instagram story, tag Tatro. He will see it. And then, as always, join us in the streams tuesdays thursdays and saturdays at youtube.com tatro i'll talk to you guys in the chat become members get your tracks reviewed do all that awesome stuff that's going to be it for today this was joseph from team tatro have a great day guys